You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap Dick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance What up, what up, <clears throat> the real coach JB, man, with you uh, on another Slapdick podcast with a fucked up voice, apologize. Is what it is. Got to get through this fucked up horse. Man, I'm telling you, I get this every year, and this shit stays with me for like a month. So, <clears throat> I apologize. But, um, so bear with it. Fuck it. Quote of the day, man. I'm going to get to it real quick um, on this fine Wednesday, 16th of December. Nine days from Christmas. My fucking dog is pregnant. I mean, sorry, not pregnant, uh, in heat. Stogie don't know which hole to put it in, so I'm not worried. Quote of the day, mistakes are proof that you're trying, so keep fucking up and trying harder. Keep trying harder, man. We're going to fuck up, but mistakes are proof that we're trying. So keep fucking trying. Don't give up. Don't fucking bitch and moan. Don't cry because it's a pandemic. We got to get through all this shit. And... uh there's no time for the mentally weak right now. You got to be stronger than the next motherfucker. Because big fish eat little fish. Title of this show is going to be called Shit Birds Flock Together. And I'm going to explain why. Let me pay the bills first. Manscaped sponsoring this show, Slapdick Podcast. It's Christmas time. You guys need to go get some Manscaped and shave your balls. Looking for the ultimate stocking stuffer for the holiday season? Look no further because our sponsors at Manscaped have the tools to make you win this year's White Elephant or Secret Santa. Whether this is for your partner, dad, brother, or friend, get them something that they will actually use, and it's almost sure to get a laugh. Man, I'm stocking all my fucking stockings are full of Manscaped, so make sure you guys do that shit. I got it for girls, guys, you name it. I don't give a fuck. You guys all need to fucking shave your balls. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. Be the balliest, ballsiest gift ever this year and get somebody some Manscaped. Use the promo code SLAPDICK and um, you'll get a uh, 20% off. So make sure you go on manscaped.com. Check it out. Be ballsy, man. Go get you some manscape. <laughs> um, title of the show, Shitbirds Flock Together, man. Before I get into it, man, I got a lot of kids graduating every day from the four-year level, man. You know, it's just adding on. I've had over, shit, I've had like 131 kids graduate with their bachelors, 27 or so with their masters. Um, we've had about 20 graduate in the last couple of weeks. So shout out to all those guys, man, who uh, who bought in, listened, at least uh, Bought in a little bit what I told them and, and uh, sold them. Raheem Boyd, Jermaine Johnson, Coy Dang, Calvin Johnson, uh, Calvin Jackson, sorry. Everybody's graduating right now, man. Um, so, uh, you know, shout out to all those guys. Keep, keep your eye on the prize. Um, they can't take that from you. So, big shout out to those guys. <coughs> um, vaccine's coming, they say. Well, it's here already. 
flew into LAX here in LA and I think it hit Cali, New York. I know it left Michigan and the, where it was built, where it was made. Um, so, hey, it's a beautiful thing. Make something to kill something that we already made. <laughs> this shit's man-made. Don't get it twisted. Um, Kyrie Irving is a shitbird. Let's make sure we're clear. He's a fucking shitbird. And shitbirds flock together. Because who's with them? Kyrie Irving and who? KD. KD is a shitbird. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. The motherfuckers stick together, flock together. And uh, I truly believe that they'll you'll never win. Look at the Cleveland Browns. How fucking talented are they? How many shitbirds are on that fucking team? See, people don't want to admit and say all that shit. But the bottom line is, they're shitbirds. And there's a shitload of them. And it's ironic that Cleveland was doing better without OBJ. I don't know them personally, and I'm not saying they're criminals or they're fucking any of that. All I'm saying is what they've done in the past, either in their personal life or on the field, has been... Has put him in shitbird status. JB's shitbird status. So, <clears throat> look at the Clippers. How many shitbirds were on that fucking team? Look at Houston. How many shitbirds were on that team? You guys don't get it. One bad apple ruins a whole bunch. Fuck, but you got about a whole bunch of bad apples? Good luck. Doc Rivers goes. The coach goes. Remember, stars get you fired. Stars get coaches fired in this business, and the more of them, sometimes you just got a bad nucleus. Trust me, I know about all that bad nucleus shit. All those teams I named have a shitload of shitbirds. And guess what? They don't win. So <clears throat> Kyrie hit a game-winning shot. Whoopie fucking do. But do they win without LeBron? Do they even get to the game? Come on, man. Let's see, Ky what has Kyrie done since LeBron? Been hurt because he's trying to do too much because he has nobody else and he's a shitbird. So he gets hurt or he's, a, or he's just a cancerous fucking locker room guy. He's been on three fucking teams. <clears throat> Can't talk to the media. Says the most ridiculous, dumb, stupid fucking slapdick shit you could possibly say to sound smart. Makes him look dumber sound even stupider and then he wants to talk shit to everybody and kd usually backs him up and puts him on his podcast to try to shoot some shade and salt up fucking lebron during this nba finals in the bubble which you guys declined to go to because you're shitbirds and shitbirds flock together baker mayfield fucking kareem hunt obj Fucking miles. How many shitbirds are on that team? But you expect them to win because they go nine and three. They got beat. Their four losses have been to good teams. Their nine wins have been against shitty NFL teams. For you know, I don't believe in that shit. NFL, you're in the NFL. Any win is good. So I'm not a proponent of that whole philosophy. Oh, there's a shitty schedule. NFL, there's no shitty schedule. Number one. Number two, 
everybody they beat is under 500 besides Tennessee Titans. And they've, which everybody thought that was a turn, right? <clears throat> and they proved to get beat again by Lamar Jackson, who can't throw from me to you, and beat him with his feet, ran for 150 yards, and Baker throws for 300 yards in the second half or whatever, and uh, everybody thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread now. It is hard to watch bad quarterback play in the NFL. When you're a quarterback guy and understand the position and know everything about it, it's hard to watch those two guys. I'm just going to be honest. They're not very good. I'm just telling you guys, just give it a year. I've been telling you guys. It's hard to watch those two guys. It's hard to watch Murray. It's hard to watch fucking um, fucking Taysom Hill. It's hard to watch fucking all these guys that are, they're not, they're not passers. They're throwers. Make sure we're clarified. There's a difference between a fucking thrower and a passer. See, Lamar Jackson came in, and I, trust me, I love the kid. I don't hate on any of these guys. I'm just telling you the truth. I've actually broken down Lamar Jackson. I showed it on my coaching show on YouTube. You can go look it up. There's, a, there's, there's throwers that break the pocket. Everybody wants to collapse on them. It's just like college. You know, Lamar Jackson's in a college system. They're running a college offense. All their quarterbacks are running college offenses behind them. McSorley, RG3, they have bought in, like I said on my last podcast, the Ravens have bought in as a system to do everything that Lamar Jackson can do. So their backup's going to do what he does. Their third string guy's going to do what they do, what he can do. So they're going to make sure they they bought in. Kudos to the to the to Baltimore, Harbaugh, Ozzie Newsome <coughs> um, ownership. Because it takes a fucking village, right? So they did it. They did it right. But I don't believe it is conducive to success in the NFL level for a long time. Like last year, he got an MVP. He ripped it, and it was new to everybody. And now they're catching up, and he they're making him throw from the pocket, and he can't do it. How many passes did he miss wide open the other night? The the game winner was a scramble ball that he throws a duck up to a wide open guy forty yards downfield. I mean, any of us could do that. We wouldn't have broke the pocket like he did. See, that's what I'm saying. He's his thrower. He's not a passer. Passers mean you understand coverage, leverage, anticipatory windows, accurate, all that shit. Those two guys are not passers. They're throwers, and they're average at that. Because you have an arm and a strong arm, doesn't mean you're a fucking passer. Doesn't mean you're an elite quarterback. Kyle Murray is not a fucking passer. He's not an elite quarterback. Taysom Hill is not a passer. He's not an elite quarterback. There's a bunch of these dudes out there. Like I argue that Carson Wentz isn't even one. Jalen Hurts, he's a thrower. He's hard to watch. Everybody's like, fuck, these guys balled out. Dude, Hurts threw for 160 yards in the NFL. 
Lamar Jackson threw for 167 yards the other night. Baker Mayfield had 130 yards in the third quarter, and then he caught fire with a couple wide-open balls that he escaped pressure on, and he hit a couple back-shoulder throws, which was a good throw. And fourth down, coverage breaks down because he escapes the pocket. He forces the corner. He makes a wide-open throw to a corner who falls down. I mean, you're not making fucking window throws taking a shot in your chin against coverage and pressure. They're not doing that. They're not getting their chin scarred up and then coming up and looking up off their ass and seeing the touchdown. You don't see that anymore. There's not a lot of good quarterbacks, man. I'm trying to fucking tell you guys. I wish you, in a couple years, you're going to be like, oh, damn. Everybody was the same way with Vince Young, RG3, fucking Ryan Leaf, Todd Marinovich. Motherfuckers had this whole thing, and it don't matter about color, white and black. I just named fucking 10 white guys. They're fucking shitty. It don't matter. I've already talked about the black and the white quarterback on previous podcasts, about resources, about privilege about all those things i truly believe all those things are exist when when the, when the black quarterback's coming up getting coached up having to fend off and come up with funds and live with your mom and mom's working three jobs the white quarterback he goes to you know jordan palmer camp out here in orange county on the beach i mean let's just be honest that's what it is so and I had Jordan Palmer on this show. I had Quincy Avery on this show. Two quarterback gurus, uh, they say, you know, guys that are, uh, you know, Jordan played in the league. His brother's Carson. Uh, he's got, you know, he's got a lot of good quarterbacks under his tutelage. And um, <clears throat> there's a lot of good young quarterbacks coming up. But there's a lot of bad ones, man, that you're going to see in a year and two or two that you're going to be, you'll never hear from again. You're going to be like, damn, that was quick. Because you have to be able to stand in the pocket, read coverage, understand rotation, understand pressure, understand who's hot and who's not, side adjust, all those things, protection, and make throws with guys barreling down on your face in anticipatory windows on time accurately to be considered an elite NFL guy. I haven't seen it from any of these guys that I'm mentioning. So I'm just telling you, we're going to see how it unfolds. But, but anyway, back to Kyrie Irving. He's Kobe's his favorite guy and his idol. Do you think Kobe wants you to do all this stupid ass shit you're doing? You fucking shit bird. It just blows my mind. All these analysts, have you ever noticed all these shit birds like, like, let's just say, whoever you're proponent of, I don't give a fuck. This ain't a political fucking stance. You're on CNN. Everybody's pro-Democrat. You're on Fox. Everybody's pro-Republican. You can argue that all of them are shitbirds, and they're all flocking together. These ESPN analysts, they, can't, they don't understand the difference between zone and counter. And guess what? Nobody corrects any of them, and nobody fucking calls any of them out and they all fucking flock together and then they talk shit on twitter 
Kerb Herbstreet and all these fucks. People that issue apologies are fucking liars, cheats, and thieves. I'm just going to be honest with you. Those are the guys that issue apologies. How many fucking apologies are they going to issue? Like, at, at some point, which I said last show, I'm not going to reiterate it, but, you know, some points you are what you do, not what you say you do. And when are people going to start holding these people to what they do? Kyrie Irving is what he does, not what he fucking says he does. Same with KD. So I'm just telling you. I'm just over the whole prima donna fucking $200 million, quarter of a billion dollar motherfucker that can't even show up to practice and bitches about being on the Houston Rockets like, like fucking Harden's doing. Harden went to my high school. Much younger than me, but I'm just saying. He's an alumni. Man, it's like, it's some bitch-ass shit, man. Because you don't have what it takes to win. Because you're not good enough to win without three other superstars, is what you're telling me. Kobe didn't leave. Fucking Bird never left. Magic never shook. Kareem, Jordan... Tell he was 40. They never shook. They never went and had to go fucking chase fucking superstars to win. They were wanting to play against you motherfuckers because there's no competitiveness no more, man. Everybody wants it handed to them. Nobody understands what it is to go get it no more. So they become the norm. And it is what it is. I'm not hating on James Harden either, really. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it is. Everybody does it. So he's like, why not me? I get it. I feel him. That's not like, you know, that's the cold part about it. I'm not saying James Harden started this shit, but somebody started it some years ago and now we're chasing it. And um, it's a slap in the, you know, a lot of motherfucking blue collar workers faces that, you know, you can't show up to work. And you're bitching and moaning because, and you make $43 million a year, motherfucker. Like, come on, man. There's people out here losing their jobs in a pandemic and you can't show up to fucking work. Man, you motherfuckers disgust me. Baseball players fucking disgust me. All these motherfuckers, man. Quarter billion dollars. Giannis just got at least he stayed I give him credit for staying dog like fuck it you stayed James Harden wants to go to another powerhouse team like it's fucking amazing man but shit birds flock together man and it's funny and it is what it is the Twitter cowards have you noticed the Twitter cowards that get on there and they all the ones that are talking shit flock together. And the good ones flock together, right? It's unbelievable. <clears throat> Auburn fired Gus Malzahn after they beat Mississippi State. Kind of sucks. He, you know, it is what it is. That's the, it's the profession you're in. When, when Nick Saban is your, you're in your state rival and in your conference and, uh, you know, he beats your ass, you know, and he's in national championship games year in and year out. It's tough to uh, 
keep a guy in your state. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he's been there a while and, you know, prove to you high school coaches and all you coaches, though, man. <clears throat> you couldn't do anything. He was a high school coach, man, and, and just got $21 million to leave a place. So just understand, all things are fucking able. When coaches talk about leaving or not leaving, <clears throat> when Mario Cristobal comes out, I know Mario, comes out and is like, I'm going to, you know, I love Oregon, da, 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 da. Usually they leave. Satterfield came out at Louisville, comes out talking about, I'm not interviewing nowhere. I'm not doing nothing. Then he has to apologize because he fucking interviewed at South Carolina. Like, these cats are liars. And we hire, not we, these administrators and presidents hire the same motherfuckers, man. Because they have an agent. Their search firm goes with the safe hire. They've already been there at that level. And let's pay you $21 million to leave. And now we'll pay you $3 million a year at this new job at Arizona, Gus Malzahn, or whatever job he takes, right? There's a lot of young, good motherfuckers out there that haven't had the shot. And we keep recycling the same motherfuckers. I've been saying this for years, though. You guys know that. So Gary Anderson, a good dude, good, uh, good guy. <coughs> um, KD off the show. Netflix show, uh, Last Chance You, played there for him this past two years. His wife died of cancer, man, last year. Great dude, dealt with him a lot. Um, he left and took the Utah State job. I'm not mad at him. He probably was time to get out of there. His wife died there in Arkansas State. He, it was time to him to go. Utah State's probably a bigger job. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so Tom Herman and Coach Wells uh, – Wells a good dude, man. I know him. He was at Utah State and got the Texas Tech job. He's struggling at Tech. Um, you know, those, take those Power 5 jobs, man. They're not as easy as you think. They Supposedly, they're both staying. But Herman supposedly reached out to South Carolina before they hired Shane Beamer, who I told you guys they were going to hire a month ago. Um, you know, Herman's a shitbird. I'm just telling you right now. I know that. But... Bottom line is, these guys all know their time's coming and they're trying to get the fuck out. Art Bryles, <coughs> who's involved in the largest probably rape scam of all time besides Penn State at Baylor, resigned the other day from his high school in Texas where he went to the semifinals and I think he was like 26 and two, six or something in two years or whatever, three years. Um, he resigned, so everybody thinks he's going to get a college job because there's an, uh, this data analyst system came out, what these guys use now, this fucking analyst shit, man. It's unbelievable. Came out and basically said, Art Bryles is hireable, so he can be hired. So... Man, it is what it is, man. I guess so. I mean, shit. I'm not hireable, but Art Bryles is because he's been there before. And you get these Twitter haters on the fucking thing that don't have no clue, but 
you had a, the biggest rape cases in the history knowing about it go down and you're rehirable, they say. So you can't tell me this is not a good old boy network. I had a big time coach hit me up the other day, a D1 guy. I'm not going to say his name. But he's like, JB, this is a good question. This is a great point. I'm going to bring it up. Hey, JB, when is your white privilege going to kick in? I said, dog, you know damn well I don't get that white privilege, brother. I help too many brothers out. He's like, you damn right. You true, right? Are you right about that? And this is a prominent big-time coach, just so we're clear. That's how this business is, man. And I'm not going to change for nobody. And if I had to change and not be real with kids and help kids just to get me a job, then I just won't coach. My daddy told me on his deathbed, don't ever kiss an ass to save face. I just never will. Stand for what you uh, stand for, man. Stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. Remember that shit. But, uh, nah, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, you got these dudes that are out here that are fucking criminal. And they get jobs and get millions of dollars. And don't give a fuck about the kids. And lie to the kids' parents. And can't even issue a fucking Black Lives Matter statement. During a fucking, the most probably controversial era of our lives. You need a PR guy to fucking write you a statement about your black kids that you recruit. That you say you're going to fucking get on to the next level and graduate and play and then move on to the NFL. And then another job comes and you fucking are out and don't even tell the kids. That's talking about everybody in this profession. I'm just letting you know this happens all the time. So let's just be clear. But Art Bryles will get a job. <laughs> There's a lot of them dudes. How about how about my boy at, at fucking, um, what is he at? Missouri fucking state now. You know, cheats on his wife, get, says he got ran over on a bike, but really got beat up by his own staff. I mean, there's, there's shit like that all the time. I know all kinds of shit like that. But, hey, it's what it is. I'll still take a bunch of uh, hate. I'll get talk shit. Oh, you lost your last season. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you idiots. Fucking people don't get it, man. <clears throat> but... Is what it is. Deion Sanders took a took a Georgia's committed kid, a, a JUCO kid, a corner. Um, took him uh, to Jackson State. He's like the number four prospect. Deion trying to get it going, man. Is what it is. Is what it is. So. Let's see if Dion can do something, man. I'm curious to see how this works. I think it's a flash in the pants, to be honest. I think this year he'll get some name guys, and then uh, after that it'll be uh, – or he'll get another job. It'll go right back to being the same shit. We'll see, though. Hopefully he stands for something. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing HBCUs doing something, but I just don't see it in the long run. They don't have the money, the resources. I saw their coaches meeting. It looked like they were in a fucking JUCO goddamn locker room. 
meeting. <clears throat> but it is what it is. But I don't know. Hey, I'm selling posters, man. Last Chance You, uh, Netflix posters. I'm signing them, personalize them. If you guys want them, 50 bucks, Venmo me, Coach JB12. And uh, they're 11 by 17s. I'll be sending them out uh, after the first of the year. So if you guys want a poster signed and personalized, Last Chance You poster, you can get framed or whatever for your man cave or whoever, gift. Venmo me, Coach JB12, 50 bucks. Include the address in there. And I'm also still selling my books, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Still have a few on deck. Um, 30 bucks, Venmo, Coach JB12. Personalized and signed as well. So I've sent out 200 books this last week and a half. So um, I got about 20 posters left. So I've already sold about 140. And I think I had 160 total. So you guys want them, hit me up, Venmo me, Coach JB12. And uh, send over 50 bucks and an address. And who you want it personalized to. Hey, man, it's been good. My voice getting a little better. I'll be back soon. Appreciate you guys. And uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, we'll see how this thing unfolds. SC Oregon this week because Washington had to forfeit. What a shit show the Pac-12 has been. The Big Ten has been. It's just a shit show, man. Clemson-Notre Dame, big game. I take. I got Clemson and I got SC. Um, and then Ohio State Northwestern, you know, they'll be six and zero, and SC will be six and zero, and then you know, why don't those two play each other? <laughs> like, let's let's really start breaking down this playoff shit. But they won't do it, and even in a pandemic year, they won't take a risk and do something for the kids. Is what it is. But that's my closing argument, man. Hey, man, be safe, stay healthy. The real coach JB man, peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Best fight of God, man. I'm just telling you.